I know, I know, I know. It's another Latina podcast, but let me tell you, Bossy Bonitas, we're different. You want to know why? Because we bring the fun, the sass, and a little bit of seriousness all wrapped in one. It's the podcast you've been waiting for. Check us out. That yep. intro because I don't know the volume was low on your <laughs> car. You had it on mute watching YouTube. Mm-hmm. You're watching Bossy Bonitas. Um, the title says it all. Candace and I were both called Bossy growing up. Oh yeah, that was that was in my vernacular regularly as I was growing up mm-hmm. as being called Bossy. So yeah, you know, I, I kind of resented it growing up. Not mm-hmm. gonna lie. Well, because it has a negative connotation. Exactly. To it. Yeah. But I like, I really like our title. I feel like it's mm-hmm. very. It's true. It's we're turning the word around because when you were like younger, nobody wanted. They're like, "Oh, she's bossy. I don't want to hang out with her." Yeah. And the kids that were called bossy are now the ones like getting getting stuff done. Of course, I love that the new term "girl boss" is becoming such a popular thing. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? Why can't we be bosses? Like, why can't we own up and, and get rid of that negative connotation and really not get any negative flack for being driven and being assertive and making stuff happen? That's what we're going to do. And I mean, we made this happen. Yeah, we did. I'm so excited. Well, I think we should probably introduce ourselves, though. Oh, probably. If you guys don't know who we are, one, are you living under a rock? Just (laughs) kidding. I literally only have 600 followers on Instagram. So I'm like... We're going to get that number up. It's okay. I'm I'm nobody. So if you guys, if you got that Instagram out, you want to click that follow button. I don't post a lot. Oh, actually, no. I think I post pretty great you content. You, I do. you posted a really good video yeah. today. I don't it's know perfect. why I was being self-deprecating. Anyways, my name is Leslie Ambrise. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter. I think that's it. Yeah, Instagram yeah. and Twitter. That's all I got publicly. Um, but you can follow me at Leslie M. Ambrise. I took inspiration from my username from my homegirl here. What's up, guys? I am Candace Cruz. I'm the second half of the duo, and you can find me on all of my social media at Candace R. Cruz. See, we got the middle initials going. We do. Well, I disclaimer: I only <laughs> changed my name because uh-huh. I had a I had a really catchy name that we won't say. I did like I had it. A really catchy name, and everyone was like, "What? What is it?" And would like give me crap about it. So I liked it. But, I said, you know, oh, fine. I like I'll the middle like initial. It works. It does it makes it easier to find. Some like little girl in who knows where of the world has, has my your name. name. Yeah, so, apparently there are a lot of Candace Cruises that I didn't realize that mm-hmm. are out there. So thought I thought I was so fairly original. unique, but I guess I'm. Yes, I am unique. <laughs> yep, that's you a lie. You are unique. That's a lie. You are. You're very unique. So, I mean, you guys, you heard our intro. You heard us talking mm-hmm. about. You know, we're gonna be talking to different Latinos, and to start it off, we just wanted to talk about ourselves and introduce yeah. you guys, so you can check it out and. You know, if you watch the show and you're like, ah, these chicks are really rad. I want to listen to more of their stuff. That's great. If Thank you, you for that. Just go away now and don't, <laughs> don't leave any reviews, okay? Because positivity, positive vibes only here. Um, but we're going to be talking about different issues that Latinos mm. deal with. And the first one that we wanted to start off with, we kind of had a, a little kitschy little, um, is that the right word? Yeah, kitschy, kitschy, kitschy works. little. Yep little subtitle that we like to call like Boricua Chicana and everything in between mm-hmm. because I know you know we're Latinas because of the music and the name and all that. If but... you didn't catch on then I hope you caught on now. Uh-huh. So at this point. <laughs> I'm my parents both um, immigrated from Mexico. Um, they're legal now so I can say that. Um, and so I identify as Chicana which is someone who's Mexican American. 
Um, and then Candace, what do you identify? I as? am Puerto Rican. So my father is Puerto Rican. Uh, my grandfather and my grandmother and my whole family are like in Puerto Rico. Um, and my mother is Caucasian. So I identify with both. But um, as I've grown up, it's we'll get into that whole conversation. Mm -hmm. But I'm Boricua. So that's where we got it. Hey. I always like feel like you have to like shimmy a little bit. I do need to shimmy. That. I mean, you saw me dancing today. I we did. got the hips. Yeah, we had a we you had a guys very feel fun me. day. Yeah, we did. It was a fun-filled day. Mm -hmm. For those of you who want to know what we did today, we went we went and like just had a little mini photo shoot. Yeah, and it was great. Dance a little bit near Placito Alvera. It was great. Um, but one of the main things that we do want to talk to you guys about is mm. this term Latino. We hear it so often and. You know, it's like, oh, Latinos are the main percentage of da-da-da-da-da, Latinos, Latinos, Latinos. But the thing that people get wrong is that they they group us all into this one mass culture that's mm -hmm. like, oh, all Latinos are the same. Oh, Latinos. Let me. How do I um, cater to the Latino audience? And it's right. like, well, you have to really stop and think, what are the cultures within that? We have Mexicans, we have so Puerto many Ricans, cultures. Guatemalans, Nicaraguans. Mm -hmm. Like we have all these mini cultures, not mini, they're actually huge cultures in this one term. Um, even Brazilians fall into yeah. this term. And it's like, how how do we as, as Latinos, now because we've used this word so often because it's been kind of put on us, yeah. how do we take this word and use it towards something positive and how do we educate other people about the cultures within that? Um, it, it's difficult because it's almost like a double-edged sword. Like you want to be, I feel like everybody wants to be part of a group. Mm -hmm. They want to be accepted and they want to find their place within this world. I think that's why we so oftentimes identify ourselves with a specific race or group, even though that was originally made to keep us all separate. Yeah. Race was meant to be like a complete domination of, you know, putting us in our place. And I think now the one thing I do love about the Latino community and being considered Latina is that it is just that it is a community. But also at the same time, on the other side, it is that we're being grouped together and most people are very, and this is not to be a negative connotation, very ignorant into the term mm -hmm. and realizing that I'm not like you and you're not like me. Like our upbringings were very, very different just because we have very skin, similar skin tones and like our ancestors came from like a background mm -hmm. doesn't mean that we're the same. We have beautiful cultures in and of itself. So I think that that's like such a hard thing to embody without stepping up on your soapbox and like yeah. being like, listen to me. Which I feel like automatically becomes a thing. You know what I well, mean? It, feels, it almost goes yeah. back to the bossy term of like mm -hmm. when you stand up for yourself and you speak up, it's like misconstrued or everybody has to be so PC nowadays. Mm -hmm. Which I understand. And of course. I'm, usually, I'm for because it's just another form of bestowing dignity on right. others. Um, but it does, it does get frustrating to be like, oh, you're Latina, so you must be this, 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 and that. Mm -hmm. And being, I know, I mean, I'm born and raised here in Los Angeles, California. So, you know, I've always been surrounded by Mexicans, but I know friends that I had who were Guatemalan, Puerto Rican, Cuban, mm -hmm. they would get frustrated when people who white, black, just any people from people that weren't Latinos would say, oh, so you're Mexican? And they're like, no, I'm insert X, yeah. Latin culture here. Yeah. Uh, what was that like for you, Candice, growing up? 
Um, it was a little different scenario for me growing up because like, yes, I do get that a lot. Oh, you must be Mexican. I also get every other culture that has dark skin. I've gotten Italian, I've gotten, you know, Middle Eastern, anything that people just want to identify me as X. They want to figure out what I am. Um, but for me, I grew up in Kentucky. I completely away from any any Spanish culture whatsoever um, and grew up with my mom a lot. So my mom is white and originally from Kentucky. And so my, my dad's side of the family, my dad did an amazing job, like completely submerging me into the culture whenever I was there and whenever I was around. But at the same time, where I went to school and where I grew up, I was one of three Latinos in my whole high school. And I was only half Latino. Like mm-hmm. that was it. That was the whole high school. And that that's not a negative, but it's a completely different part of the country. And people just thought I was a very tan white girl because tanning beds are a thing in Kentucky. <laughs> so everybody is really, really dark. So that was like just the automatic like assumption, even though my last name is Spanish, people just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. So it was a very different upbringing for me. But when they heard, oh, you're Hispanic or oh, you're Latino. Oh, you must be Mexican. No. No, there's more. There's more of us. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, the the sucky part is even, like, kind of going into talking. I'm going to get political because if you know me, it always always gets a little political. (laughs) But even when you talk about, like, um, immigration reform, Mm -hmm. it's like people automatically associate that with just Mexicans. Like, oh, Mexicans, they're lazy, da-da-da. No, they're not. But people like to think that even though we're very hardworking. Um, I'm going to not do that um so not go on a tangent it's really it's really hard it's really hard it's very difficult um you'll hear a lot of tangents throughout um, these next few episodes probably from me and you guys can all tell me to shut up in the comments whatever um but it's i think the part that we miss in talking about immigration is yeah people are coming through mexico but it's Mm -hmm. people from all over and also people are not just coming through california they're coming from you know through florida through new york different places and we forget that it's like when you talk about immigration, it's not just Mexican, it's a wider form. And I think that mm-hmm. plays into that same conversation of not grouping all Latinos together, not grouping all immigrants together. Yeah. And I think too, on the other side is that, you know, I'm Puerto Rican, so all of my family are American citizens. And I think no one has really addressed that at all. It's all been about immigration reform, which mm-hmm. rightly so, I'm not overshadowing that. But for us, it's like, now we've got this whole issue with the hurricane, which we can get into and I could talk about all day long, but people are not realizing they're like, oh, it's Puerto Rico. And then you're like, wait a second, we are American citizens. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole nother topic in the same well, right. Like our, the man, the man <clears throat> in power in DC and he's well, read a history book as um, we, I think a Congresswoman. Yes. There's, a, I mean, we'll share throughout this whole mm-hmm. podcast. Like both of us are very active on social media as well. So, I mean, I send you about five videos a day through Instagram, which I love <laughs> that new um, capability on Instagram. Not going to lie, it's but um, we'll be sure to like share a lot of the different videos and links and things like that, that we, we do find that are informative or also very entertaining. Mm-hmm. We're not meaning to be like a, a heavy podcast. I think that yeah. the title in and of itself makes it yeah, lighthearted it's not... and fun, but you know, we mm-hmm. can talk about some heavy stuff. But what I do like going back to the whole term of Latino is that it's, it's family. It's, yeah. that's what it is. It's a community. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you shared an amazing video with me a couple of days ago from the New York Times talking about um, what it really means to be 
Latino and all of that good stuff, which I think we'll, mm -hmm. we'll share later on as yeah, well. we'll talk about um, but, and also talking about the, the community aspect with, I mentioned hurricane earlier, which is the big issue right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and Puerto Rico is completely devastated. My, my grandfather, we got him out like a week and a half ago. Um, but it's just, it's completely demolished and it will take forever for them to rebuild. And, um, what I really like is that so many amazing celebrities and artists have come together to unite and to really, you know, bring awareness to all of this and raise funds and help as much as they possibly can. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Lin-Manuel Miranda, I love you if you're listening. <laughs> I love you. You're Come amazing. But he just did this amazing song, Almost Like Praying. Mm -hmm. I actually woke up to it this morning. It yeah. was my alarm clock. Oh, <laughs> that's a good song to wake up to. Right? Yeah. Um, it's but I, beautiful. We have a clip of that, actually, mm -hmm. um, of that song that I've been jamming out to for a while. I'll play it. Play it for you guys. Say it loud and there's music playing. Say it soft and it's almost like praying. If you guys haven't heard this song or watched the video, like the video brought me to tears listening to all of these iconic Latino artists singing and, and coming together. And majority of them are Puerto Rican yes. too. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, main majority is. There's yeah. a couple in there, but yeah. And I mean, Gina Rodriguez even dropped a, um, a little rap yeah. in there. I had no idea she had that in oh, her. Oh, dude, she did, a, she did a movie where she played Wait, like a, she did? A, an aspiring rapper. Ooh. Yeah. I remember I watched it. I forgot what it's called. Um, Why have I not known Here, let me this? use the power of Google right now. And Please, gonna... because I'm obsessed with Gina Rodriguez, and I don't know that this was even a thing. I'll tell you. In, like, It's called Philly Brown. Philly Brown. Uh-huh. Okay. A talented hip-hop artist is offered a record deal from a sleazy producer. She faces a difficult choice between selling out for money or staying true to herself and her music. I think I watched okay. it on Netflix like a while ago, but I don't know if it's still Was it pre-Jane the Virgin or post-Jane the Virgin? It was like maybe like season one Jane the Virgin. Oh, okay. So I don't got know it, if it's it. still, still hollering up there. Is hollering the right Hollering? Um, still chilling. Chill, chill um, I'm gonna like let you villain. have both of those. Chill you can you can have those. Still hollering and chilling <laughs> like a villain. That's the thing. That's that's what we're gonna say. But I mean, it's great, even you know, to see like Latinos unite, and yeah. we're seeing people not only in I mean Puerto Rico right now, yes, um, but we're also seeing in Mexico mm -hmm. City. You know, like Mexicanos are coming together. People are literally volunteering to pull people out of the rubble. We had people who were staying late at, late at night, like out there. Um, it was amazing. Um, lucky. I guess in a way, lucky for me not to sound horrible, but my family's from northern Mexico, so no, like no one that I know is affected by right. it. But I do know people who um, have have family that live there, and are um, one girl that I know, she has family in Mexico City, and she said that her her family was not affected by it where they live in Mexico City, but they were volunteering the next day to go in and help out and provide resources. So I think that's the cool thing is that we do see Latinos. Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, you know, even Dominicans, everybody who's been affected by all these natural disasters, they're not like, oh, it's somebody else's problem. I'm going to stay no, at home or I'm going to go to work. They're taking time out of their day to go mm -hmm. out and help other people. And I think that's beautiful. And I think that shows um, a lot 
about the culture of the beauty in within our culture mm-hmm. yeah going into like the the, the term latino yeah. and what does it mean um let's have we have a little new york times clip here that i thought was beautiful that i almost cried watching oh i um, did cry mm-hmm. I, but i cry a lot guys oh, you'll I, learn this see, I, you'll hear I, a lot I of my lot. i almost cried it takes a lot to make me cry it takes a lot this would be a good but good running is, for it yeah this is this is up there we'll yeah. hit it for you guys as Latin Americans, as Hispanics in the U.S., um, there's there's a community get, that gets built regardless of which specific country you're coming from. In our history is a history of African people, indigenous people, Europeans, conquistadores, all these different people colliding, many times not with their consent. So that informs all these loaded issues people have. It's like navigating three identities. Yeah. You're, yeah. I mean, especially, especially like for you, for yeah. me, it's, I mean, just to give you guys a heads up as well, because I'm sure that this will become a topic of conversation within this is that I don't speak Spanish, um, which growing up really informed my identity a lot. It still does to this day. Like mm-hmm. I'm actively trying to learn and, you know, I've auditioned for things that speak Spanish and I do memorize in Spanish and I, I have the pronunciation. I listen to Spanish music, but um it's just not a fluency thing for me and so it's really hard when your identity can't be solidified by the language that you're supposed to quote unquote speak Mm -hmm. and it feels like that piece is missing from me and like a lot of those people if you watch the full new york times video it's like we're we're put in such a box by what we identify with and because I don't have that, I have that language barrier. It's like, oh, you're not Latino enough. Yeah. But then I'm also not white enough. So it's like, where do you find that happy medium? Mm-hmm. And I know that there's a lot of people that struggle with the same thing. Um, and not even in just Latino culture, just in general of being like of mixed heritage. Where does that line, you know, merge? And yeah. where do you find yourself filling in mm-hmm. kind of thing? It's kind of like this like identity crisis your whole life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I mean, it, as I've gotten older, I think I wasn't, I was more ignorant to it growing up. I just wasn't as aware of it or like, I mean, you're young. You don't really, you try yeah. and just to ignore those things. But as I'm getting older, I'm a lot more, you know, trying to figure things out and where I fit in and, mm-hmm. um, Anyone that I've met within the Latino community has been the most welcoming. I think that's what's like, I finally found my people. Because <laughs> I didn't ever grow up around uh-huh. it completely. No, so, that's the yeah. great that's the great thing is I feel that we've taken a term that was originally like bestowed upon us. Mm-hmm. Um, that was meant to be like, We're gonna categorize you so we can lump you all together. Yep. We're turning it for something good and like you're gonna lump us all together. We're gonna create a freaking strong community. Exactly. That you don't even know like the power and the beauty that's coming from that. I kind of um in a, I like always tell people this and I get weird looks, so feel free to give me a weird look. Okay. But I sometimes feel yeah. like I can identify with mixed kids because even though I grew up in a like uh, Latino community, like Latino household, um, my parents didn't speak Spanish in the house. Like, yeah, we spoke more, mostly like Spanglish. Like every few words would be like, oh, el sartén or, you know, mm-hmm. different things. I don't know why I'm hungry, so I thought of a kitchen appliance <laughs> right away. But, um, like, we would, it was in Spanglish, and I learned Spanish from my grandmother growing up. Um, but my parents, um, the area that I lived in, my parents didn't want me to go to public schools in that area. Mm-hmm. So I got shuttled off 
my shuttle off of me, my beautiful parents drove me um, to schools in Orange County. Yeah. So I grew up around white kids and I grew up around uh, the Latinos that I did know, we were, they were all Latinos of privilege. So Latinos whose parents were doctors and lawyers and right. had their own businesses and very established. So I kind of felt I would always get made fun of um, back at home, like around my tios and my tias for, oh, Leslie, you're whitewashed, you're whitewashed. I still remember vividly um, one of my one of my tios who will remain unnamed. Um, he um, <laughs> sorry if you watch it. Let's this. hear let's hear some shade. Go. Um, but he he had me. He was like reading something and he called me over and it's I still remember it because I remember I felt such shame. Um, he was like Leslie, read this to me and it was like something in Spanish and I read it. But because it was not something that I. Um, just it's not something that I spoke all the time it was mm. only when I was with my grandmother around other Spanish-speaking relatives um, I, I stutter a lot when I speak it and I'm fluent but I'm not confident in speaking it mm. fully so um, he had me read this thing and I like was stuttering and like was like oh how do you pronounce that word again and like I know what it means but to speak it out loud is different and he kind of like laughed at me he was like haha see you're just whitewashed and little things like that that would like make me feel bad so I got to the point and like my like like cousins and different people in my family and different Latinos so it's, I guess I got a different um, taste yeah. of what Latino my heart is breaking is. for little Leslie yeah. though it's okay. like little it's Leslie okay I didn't go through that be, be oh over look here at you on okay. this podcast all right um, she she glew up glow yeah. up glowed up I gl glowed up glowed yeah. up I don't know um, no it's okay I can talk about this stuff now because it doesn't make of course. me sad it's made me realize like in a way, I'm grateful for these experiences because mm -hmm. this is who I am now. But I remember being like, oh, well, I'm not Latina enough. Fine, then. I'm going to assimilate to American culture all that I can. I yeah. looked down on my own culture. I did not want anything to do with it. And then it wasn't until I got to, I actually took a class in college where I, like, woke up, as people like to say, like, woke. woke. Yeah, I got woke. And I was like, wait, why have I been so ashamed of the one thing that like makes me stand out and mm -hmm. makes me different and is like the greatest like the greatest thing that could ever happen to be of Mexican heritage and to hear beautiful stories of like my my family crossing over um and the struggles that they went through and, um, and the triumphs that they had yeah exactly you know? the triumphs that they've had and the successes that they've seen not only like monet monet monetary wise yeah yeah like money wise, but also through like their own like spirituality and who they are as of people. Um, so I guess now it's like that battle of kind of what's that like funny saying of too brown, too brown for the white kids, too too white for the brown kids. Yes, I kind of felt. Oh, I uh -huh. I one hundred percent identify with that. But I'll give I'll give uh -huh. you like you had a very similar experience to me. Yeah, you I got felt that like mixed that mixed that... kid. There's actually I found there's a lot of videos about like the struggle is real for mixed kids of like mm -hmm. just the way that you grow up and especially like as much as times are changing in the United States, which is fantastic. Um, you still have to grow up with like, oh, well, which which group of friends do I like hang out with? Do yeah. I hang out with these people? Do I hang out with these people? And I think I'm having more of that like, I wish I would have had a little bit more of that. I had to just pick one group because they were all one group. <laughs> there wasn't any options for me to pick from, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then the stereotypes, like, of being, you know, I try to be, I try to be Latina enough, yeah, but like, I don't try to be like, white. It's, 
You're trying so to, you're like, oh, all, all these years, let me let me overcompensate all these years of me trying to act right. American and white to, oh, now all of a sudden, I'm going to speak Spanglish every yeah, other word. Exactly. You know? And it's like, what's what comes naturally? It's like a struggle of like re, like re-identifying who you are and finding yourself again. And just being confident in it. Yeah. I think any, any more as I'm getting like, as I'm growing up, I've realized that I don't want it to define, like, define, define it. <laughs> Can't talk today, guys. Um, define, like, I have to be enough of this, enough of that. Like, mm-hmm. I still have those feelings. Of course, those aren't going to go away with any, like, immediate, like, decide I'm not going to feel like that anymore. But it it is something I've acknowledged. And I'm like, you know what? I am what I am. I'm proud of what I am. I am going to identify myself as Latina, and if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you exactly. don't. Exactly. Preach. Preach. Woo! I can't snap that well, so I don't know if you can hear it on you the mic. You can snap? I can't. I'm learning like... new things every day can about you, you Leslie. This? Can you no. guys hear that? Barely. Barely? Okay. I'm going to teach you. My fingers need some sharpening over here. Yeah. No, okay. I shouldn't dance like that. Embarrassing. But you know, going off of what you said, I remember hearing, because what you said about not speaking Spanish. Yeah. Um, I remember Gina Rodriguez did an interview with the Huffington Post. Where Love her again, I, know, I swear. She's, she's the amazing. person ever. Everything. But she talked about how people would tell her, like, oh, you're not Latina now because she doesn't speak Spanish. But the reason her parents never taught her Spanish was because they didn't want her to have an accent. accent. So that she didn't get made fun of in school. Yeah. None of my cousins know any Spanish, actually. Mm. Like, my grandparents are from Puerto Rico, and my grandfather learned Spanish um, after he joined the U.S. Army. And then all of my aunts and uncles and my dad are bilingual. Not one of the grandkids knows in, like Spanish. None of us can speak it. Dang. It went that fast. And I feel like there's a lot of kids out there that are like our generation yeah. that are at our age that had that happen. Mm-hmm. You know? But oh, as um, you say that, I'm thinking of other people that I know who oh, of course. literally have that a, it's, same it's story. not yeah. a singular case. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I love this podcast idea so much is that we're finally getting to be a voice for like, you know, Multiple people not saying that we're the only voices out there no. by any means. There's a but ton of beautiful exactly. um, Latino-led podcasts. Oh, yeah. There's tons. Mm-hmm. I, I've listened to a lot in, in pre- pre- preparation of this. <laughs> Again, guys, I can't talk. What, can we just go to the next video yeah, before I like, keep it. stumbling? So just so you guys know, we don't. I know me and Candice, we both got brown hair with mm-hmm. dark eyebrows. We don't look alike. So don't be, don't don't be do, messing. Do and we you look know, like? Mm, no, no, no. And some of my favorite ladies are gonna, in a funny way, we'll show you that. My girl Eva, it. love her. Yes, hi, I'm Eva Longoria, not Ava Mendes. And hi, I'm America Ferreira, not Chino Rodriguez. Yes. <laughs> and neither, neither one of us are Rosario Dawson. No. Nope. Well said, Selma. Thank you, Charo. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is my favorite oh my clip God. of all. Time and it I is love that they're just everything. like straight face monotone, like no. Thank you, Charles. Uh-huh. Thank you, Charles. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you. Oh my God, I am not Gina Rodriguez. Like we're not, we're not all the same. Yeah, we might have no. similar upbringing, similar stories here mm-hmm. and there, but you know, everyone's so everything. Everyone that identifies as Latino, Hispanic, um, Indigenous Latino, Latinx. You know, there's so many categories within that. We're all different. Yep. Don't group us together. We're not, please. We're not a check. Like, oh, I had one Latino on my show. Check or one, um, three Latinos go to my school. Check. We're a diverse school. Don't like, get me started on check boxes. <laughs> Did I? I shared that Wait, story with you, you last tell, night. Can you share okay. that story with them, please? So 
in Kentucky, there are standardized tests. I'm sure they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. I just can only attest from where I grew up. So in fourth grade, little Candace has taken her first standardized test. <laughs> and I got, I got the sheet and she, we get to the race box. And mm -hmm. of course, like a lot of my teachers forgot. We're going to give them the air quotes, forgot that I was Latino. So they were like, okay, everyone mark the checkbox Caucasian. And I, I read it and I was like, non-Hispanic. I raised my hand. I was like, um, teacher, I'm going to leave names out. Um, teacher, um, I am not non-Hispanic. And she's like, what do you mean? My, my dad's like Latino. He's Hispanic. And she's like, okay, hold on guys. So the whole class got stopped for like 30 minutes because she had to go to the office. The whole office made this a whole discussion of like, what box does Candace check? Because if she's Hispanic, she can't mark. Like she's not all Hispanic. So what uh -huh. do we put her? What was I got to mark? check mark other. You were an other. For eight years of school, I oh check marked other. Which you'd think they want to have some diversity, so they'd be like, yeah. oh, check mark Hispanic. Mm -hmm. We'll look more diverse. No, other. So that yeah. is, that is my, my checkbox I love story. the checkbox story. And another time that we're not all the same plays into it is in dating. Uh, especially dating non-Latinos. Mm. Um, please do not ask me to speak Spanish to you. Do not ask me if I am Spanish when we're first introduced. Do not tell me that you love Latinas and oh. can't believe that you finally get to date one. Or you must be good at cooking. Or, oh, you must. Oh, you must. You're going to be a great wife. You must be great at cooking mm. and taking care of kids. I'm sorry. The hell did you just say to me? <laughs> no. No, you better walk. You better Bye. walk out the door. Check, please, <laughs> out the door. Uh, did your parents cross illegally? Yes, but you don't need to ask me they that. They asked me about the boat. Actually, one. Not hopping the fence. Mine was the oh, boat. You get the boat, I get I the get fence. I get the boat. There you go. Gosh, or your family. I, I can't wait to go to your Have family you... parties. Listen, my family parties are literally everyone just talking cheesement, sitting around my grandma's couch, like watching whatever game or we TV play dominoes. show is on. Oh, that's fun. Do you guys not do dominoes? I think dominoes is like a Caribbean Latino thing. Oh, yeah. My grandpa, oh, God. He is like full on dominoes. Like... My uncle beat him, and he woke up the next morning. He said uh -huh. he cheated. He cheated on me. <laughs> he did not like it. Oh my god! Oh but my I mean, gosh. we've we can go on. Candace and I had like an hour conversation last time, yeah. just going off about like the different things that frustrate Everything. us as Latinas. You know, part of Latino Latinx culture, which I love the term Latinx. So we'll have to talk about that in another yeah. episode. But we are um, fun guys. Like yeah. we don't mean to be like so. We're not negative by no, any means. No, we just I, like yeah. want to solve the world problems. It's what we do in we our do. conversation. No, but I mean, this is a this is a safe place for us to you know um, talk, get out those frustrations. Of we got to educate people, and I feel like the only way to educate people is to share past negative experiences that you had and how that has changed you to be who you are now. And bring incredible people. Like yeah. this show, we're definitely hoping and working on bringing on some incredible Latinos that are succeeding when, in whatever industry it may be. Entertainment, mm -hmm. because, I mean, we do live in Hollywood. That is a huge industry that runs our city. But, you know, entrepreneurs, politicians, anyone that is willing to come in and, like, just share their story, we're going to have them on. Yeah. Um, but should we kind of share where we met before yeah, we get into all the... So you guys get to know. I mean, you know a little mm. bit about our stories, who we are. Um, Candace and I actually met. Hey, I love um, our little meeting story. I feel like so it's our fun. dating story. Oh, look at us, first date. Um, 
We met as we were co-hosts for another show on AfterBuzz TV. Mm -hmm. um, it was the after show for the, was it USA? Yeah, USA's yeah. Queen of the South, Woo! which is a bomb show. Love that show so that much. That entire cast, that entire crew, everyone's so amazing. But just an amazing show, and we found out that we vibed really well together, mm -hmm. became instant friends, and we actually have some clips of us hosting, so you guys can get a little little teaser of that. There we go. You guys, I know. Bad and bougie. Well, the ladies were super bad and bougie this episode. I think we're a good duo. All of the above. All of the above. <laughs> Do the little elbows up. Elbows up. That's all I could think of. I was like, what do you do with bad and bougie? I feel like you have to look super bad. I feel like badass, you gotta just you lean know? back and be like, what? Exactly. I'm bad and bougie. That's, that's usually my take on everything. There. Oh, clapping going? No, I'm not gonna clap. I love this song though. It makes me want to go. Like, powerful, like you I just run wanna, to this like, song. Exactly, you want to run. You just want to like take over everything. Yeah. So Kanye. there was a lot of taking over this episode. Yes. It was oh. the best. Yeah. It was like a, a sleight of hand back and forth between mm -hmm. both parties. It was crazy. Hey, we're coming in strong today. I yeah, feel we are. very the power. Empowered. I have a little bit of nostalgia Look coming and watching that. That was fun. It was so I good. I miss that. I mean, we're doing it now, but I was right, like, oh, good like, times. Every single, 13 weeks, I had to sit next to her. 13 weeks. It was the greatest 13 no, I weeks know. of my life. Was, it so was the greatest 13 down. weeks of my life. <laughs> oh my gosh, what I mean, that's just a little bit of us. I mean, if you guys want to follow more about us, you can follow us on social media. Yes. You know, you can find me. Um, Leslie Ambrose, in case you forgot my name, um, at in, on Instagram and Twitter at in less than no time. No, no, no! Oh my God, I she did, did it! it! I did it! <laughs> that was my old. Wow, I shouldn't have yelled. I'm so sorry for whoever had headphones on. Um, that was my old handle that everyone made fun of me for. Dang it, I didn't want to say it on air. Oh well, too late. You can find It'll me forever at be memorialized. Leslie M Ambrose on Instagram and Twitter. Go ahead. If you have a similar story, um, whether it was your upbringing, well, specifically for me, if you had, you know, a family that would kind of make fun of you for not speaking Spanish completely, perfectly, and fast like they did, geez, guys, um, or made fun of you for being whitewashed because you were assimilated to American culture, like, let me know. Let's chat about it. Let's talk about it. And I'd love to hear your stories. And you guys can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and every bit of social media. I have other social medias outside of that. Mm -hmm. um, but you can find me at Candice R. Cruz and just hit me up. I really like talking if you couldn't tell. So if you have any um, stories at all or you just want to have a new friend, hit me up. I'm there for you. And we are building our own social media as a team mm -hmm. together, Bossy Bonitas. It's a work in progress, guys, but we're really happy to be here and like, it feels like just, it's, wow. It's really surreal that this it is actually really, that's happening. That's the word I was yeah. looking for. Um, but yeah, guys, that's all we have for you today. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends, listen to it while you're driving in traffic. I'm dancing right now because I'm just so excited. Because I know you love to hear this voice. <laughs> Yes, um, all the time. Candace's voice too. My late night voice. I can mm. keep that going too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, so, I'm gonna stop talking. Now. Gonna, okay, we could right. talk all day, um, but thanks, guys. Uh, we'll see you next show.